Lord, you are worthy of praise. We worship your mighty Father. Mm, only you are worthy. Only you. Father, we bless you this morning. We glorify your name. Be exalted. Blessed be your name. All the praise, be magnified, be glorified. Thank you for this morning service. To you be all the praise. Blessed be your name. We honor you, Almighty Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Breathe upon your immutable word this morning. Glorify your name in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to this real victory's breakthrough service in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Turn your Bible very quickly to the book of First Samuel, chapter number 17. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17. And I'll read from verse 45 downwards. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcass of the of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth after all the earth that all the earth rather may know that there is God in Israel then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took one and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his head and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. So David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. 
May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, I can't hear your amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to very quickly speak, and we're also going to pray to terminate every giant that is in our promised land. So the subject of this morning meeting is conquering giants. Conquering the giants in your promised land. Praise the name of Jesus. God has given all of us great and wonderful promises. The promises of God's word are innumerable. In other words, they cannot be counted. They are uncountable in nature. And every promise that God has given, God is also committed to bring it to pass. But then I realized that for every promise or every promised land, there are giants. If you read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 28, somebody help me open there. The book of Deuteronomy your enemies. Hallelujah. Chapter 1 verse 28. Yes. Yes. Where can we go up? Yes. Our brethren have discouraged our hearts, saying, The people are greater and taller than we. Yes. The cities are greater and fortified. The people are greater and taller than we are. The cities are great and fortified up to heaven. The cities are great and fortified up to heaven. Moreover, we have seen the sons of the anarchy. The sons of the Anakims are there. Hallelujah. So the heart of the people got discouraged. Praise the name of the Lord. The people are taller than we are. If you read the book of Numbers, chapter number 13, verse 28, that was the report that was brought back by a king of people. That Moses sends to go and look at the land. Proverbs 13 28. And they came back with a report and said, Ah, that land. Even though what God said is there, is a land that is flowing with milk and with honey. But there are giants there. Amen. And the cities are walled to the sky. The sons of Anakims are there. If you read that book of Numbers, chapter number 13, the Bible says, And the children of Israel, they saw themselves like grasshoppers in the face of the sons of the Anakims. The sons of the Anakims are the giants. But there is something that they forgot. That though there are giants there, before they got there, 
They forgot that God is also in that land. And he, he has got in there before the giants were ever born. In the book of Numbers, obviously, they could not eliminate all the giants. They could not eliminate all the giants. Because the same set of giants, the family of Goliath, they survived. I realized that throughout the life of David, David fought, fought about three of them. Goliath was not the last. I realized that whenever they wanted to move further to a better place, there seemed to be a giant there. Your own giant might not be a Goliath. Because a giant is anything that is challenging your God and your faith. A giant is anything that is making statements of impossibilities around your life. Hallelujah. Whatever that you are seeing around you that is that is making statements that looks as if that with this thing around you cannot go ahead, you cannot move forward. That's a giant. A giant or giants are forces that are waiting for you at the point of your breakthrough. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what giants are. But the good news this morning is that every giant is conquerable. Because until you conquer your giant, you cannot possess your promised land. Hallelujah. Until you take that giant down, your possession cannot be in your hand. Ask yourself this morning, what is it that is standing between me and something that God has promised to me? What is it that is standing between me and my desires and expectations in life? What is it that is not allowing me to see what I desire to see in life? Now, if you can identify it, that is a giant. Something that you need to conquer in order to take over. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
If you read from verse 1, where the Bible actually began to talk about this story, the Bible says, and a champion, one version says, a challenger came out of the land of the Philistine. It is just a challenger. The King James Version used the word conqueror. But the good news is that the Bible says in the book of Romans, listen to me, that you, God has made you more than conquerors. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In other words, listen to me, by your makeup, There is what you carry that has made you more than what is confronting you. You are more than conquerors through Christ that loves you. Listen to me. There are three or, about, three or about four things that you need to understand when it comes to conquering your giants. Number one, there is the God factor. Please put up this microphone. There is the God factor. Number two, there is the you factor. Number three, there is the giant factor. So God, you, then giants. Hallelujah. God is constant because he is always there to give you the victory to make you a winner to bring deliverance to you to turn your situation around god is constant for the bible says in in psalm 46 verse 1 that god is our refuge a present help in times of need he is always available yesterday today and forever he never changes and he is ever ready to help you hallelujah but there are other variables one is the giant number two is yourself So since God is constant, we are not going to talk much about what God can do or what he has done because he is there. I realize that most of the time when we lose a battle or when we are not victorious, it is as a result of something that we, we either do not understand about God or certain actions that we fail to take. For those that know their God, they are the one that shall be strong and will do what? Exploits. So the problem is not God. 
So the problem is the God that you know in relation to the problem that you have. Praise the name of Jesus. Because when we talk about uh, giants, we are talking about size. Hallelujah. Something that is bigger than you. Something that you do not have the ability, all right, to conquer in your power. Something that you lack the strength. Maybe the technical know-how on how to handle. But listen to me. Whatever is higher than you is lower than God. Your giant is nothing in comparison to the size of your God. Did anybody hear what I just said? Nothing. On my Facebook page, I follow NASA. All right? NASA is the uh, American Space Agency. All right? Because I, I, I love, you know, I love anything that has to do with space. Astronomy, I love it. Okay? One day, I, I saw a shot that was taken. I don't know whether, whether from Mars or from Venus. Okay? They, they, they took the picture of planet Earth from, from Venus. And they now put one arrow. And see, they put an arrow in one small dot. And they now wrote it up and they said, from this distance, he said, that is how your earth looks like. A dot, a, a very tight, actually you need to stay, you need to maybe, you know, zoom in to see what, from, from Venus or from Mars. The earth was, was like a dot. So if the earth is like a dot from Mars, then how, what about what is inside of it? So I'm, I'm trying to show you the size of your God in relation to the size of the problem that you think that you have. Praise the name of Jesus. In other words, what I'm saying this morning is that you need to come to terms where you know the God that you are serving. The almightiness of the God that you are serving. There is no problem that, that you have that is above you that is near anything in comparison to whom your God is. Hallelujah. Amen. So David didn't see himself in the light of the problem. But he saw himself in the light and the size of his God. Very quickly, I want to show you seven laws of victory. And I will also show you five stones, five mysteries of the stones that David picked to defeat, to, to defeat Goliath. Hallelujah. It was just by a stone that David brought down Goliath. Just listen, he picked five stones and he defeated him with just one. Meaning that God can use the ridiculous to give you the miraculous. 
the man came out against David with 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 Amory, with 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 Arsenal, with all manner of things. Sword, shield. But David only went with stone, with five stones. Hallelujah. Because he knew that whatever grace cannot handle does not exist. So he picked five. Five is a number of grace. Hallelujah. When he shot one, Goliath came down. I know which giant had been staring you in the face before you came from this for this program this morning. After this morning meeting, you will look for that giant, you won't find it anymore. Praise the name of the Lord. Listen to me very quickly this morning. I want to show you five, I mean seven laws of victory. I'll just go over them. I will not, I will not take too much time on each of the points. The very first law of victory that, that I, I, I saw in the life of David is that his mentality was different from any other person every other person because in that scenario he wasn't the only one king Saul was there abner was there the general of the army of israel david's four brothers were there he wasn't the, he didn't just come there he was sent by his father to go and give food to the to the to the, uh, to the senior brothers then he had this this goliath just talking rubbish Speaking big things against the God of Israel. The man couldn't take it. I realized that, listen to me, the giant that is confronting you is also confronting others. Praise the name of Jesus. But if you must be victorious, you have got to have a different mentality. You must have a victor's mentality. You must have a more than conqueror's mentality. Tell yourself I am more than this. You need to tell yourself. That was what David did. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Hallelujah. He was ready to confront it or to confront him. His mindset was different. Number two, never go with the crowd. Praise the name of Jesus. In the scripture that we read, we saw that. Everybody was seated there, Saul, Abner, all the army. They sat down. They were scared. Because they, they have come to believe that nobody can fight this guy and win. David decided to be different. Because the young man knew that his story is what? is different. 
So listen to me. If you must be victorious, you must be ready to, be, to dare to be different. Hallelujah. Amen. To go with the crowd is to miss in the crowd. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what is called bandwagon effect? Are you with me? Bandwagon means that anywhere the head, the, I mean, the head goes. That's, have you ever seen a train that is dragging coaches? Anywhere that head is going, that is where all the coaches will go. All right? Anywhere it goes, that's where it goes. The king has said, nobody can defeat this, this guy. He has been fighting battle from his youth. That is Goliath. You are just a young man. The guy said, no, sir. I refuse to take that one as, as the norm. What is the norm? Maybe your family, in the community where you live, something that people have said that nobody has done or a level that nobody has crossed in your family or in the community where you live, you have got to dare to be different. Hallelujah. Yeah. Dare to be different, even in the method that you employ. In normal day, in, 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 that, in that time's warfare, you cannot fight without a shield and a sword. When David told, I mean, when David told Saul that he was going to fight Goliath, they gave him the normal thing that they fight with. Gave him a shield, gave him a coat of mail, gave him everything. David said, no, sir. I have a different method than this one. Hallelujah. The law of victory for someone might not be the law of victory for you. They have to be different. Times have changed a lot. Hallelujah. Things are not the way they used to be. Hallelujah. Before, listen to me, you have to post letter to be able to get a document somewhere. But these days, just, 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 just send through the email. Hallelujah. Those days, if you must see somebody, you might need to go and meet them wherever they are without necessarily telling them that you are coming. <laughs> I don't know if you are with me. You can't tell them that you are coming because there is no way of telling them that you are coming. So you just go guessing that they, they might be around. And if they are not around and you arrive there without transportation to go back, and on arrival, you now hear that they are traveling, that you are on your own. <laughs> Praise God. But the times have changed. At the push of a button now, you can be live on video call with anyone real time in any part of the world. So why should you stick to the method of, that, that our forefathers used? You know, there's a young man I used to know, he will come to my house without telling me, without calling me first. You know, I, I, I get offended. I said, look, if you are coming, call me. Let me know that you, are, you can't just, just bump in on me. All, all right, what if I'm not around? Assumption is the mother of frustration. Did anybody hear me? Assumption is the mother of frustration. They have to be different. 
They have to employ methods. Listen to me. That are different. Listen to me. Particularly when you are working with God. Listen. God will not give you a method that is conventional. He will not give you a method that everybody is used to it or is used to. I, that's what I've realized in working in my little years of work, working with God. Listen to me. He will not tell two people to do the same thing the same way. He will always tell you, you do yours like this. You do that that way. Look at the way Jesus healed all throughout the New Testament. No one healing is the, is the same. Two, yes, I've seen different two about two or three cases of healing differently performed. All right. Jesus met one, put hand in his eye, and told him, Go, you have seen. All right, receive your sight. All right, he said, Open your eyes. Can you see? He said, No. He said, I'm seeing men walking like you. He laid his hands again, and the man saw clearly. At another time, he spat on the, on the ground, made a mud, all right, and anointed the eye of the man with mud, and told him, Go from here to like. Like that is a like a five junction and go and wash your face in the pool of silver, a man that cannot see. How did he get there? At another time, a man cried out, blind about Tinius. And he called him and said, Come, what do you want me to do for you? But he could see that the man was blind. Hello, are you are you, you following? He could see that the man was blind. In other cases, he didn't ask them. In this particular case, he asked the man, what do you want me to do for you? He said, I may receive your sight. He didn't even lay hands on the man. He said, receive your sight. All right? Different methods. Even though similar cases. Praise the name of Jesus. There are different methods to conquering giants in your life. Never stick to a particular one. They have to be different. Number three. Have a sense of, have deep convictions. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have deep convictions. David's conviction was very deep. He knew the God that he was serving. He knew that God was able to deliver him. He knew the covenant that is behind Israel, that is not behind Goliath. That was why he called Goliath the uncircumcised Philistine. Are you really convinced that Jehovah God is your God and that he is willing to give to you or do for you what you want him to do for you? Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, hallelujah. There is a covenant that you carry. It's a covenant of victory. It's a covenant that has made you more than conquerors. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number four, set your motives aright. Amen. Amen. David actually decided to attempt to conquer Goliath because. He wanted the God of Israel to be glorified. You can see all of that in the verse that we read. He says, so that the world will know that there is a God in Israel. So that all these people also will know. If 
you attempt your, your Goliath because you want people to know how powerful you are, then you are going to miss it. I just want that card because as soon as I get it, uh, that sister that jilted me the other day, she will not say I have arrived. All the people that mocked me that I cannot have this, they, they are the very first people I will call. Let them know that today Daniel has it made now. You don't blow. Big time. Hallelujah. So when you buy that car, you want to drive to that same street where you used to borrow money and drive very slowly and wind down all the glass so they will know that you are the one inside. Hallelujah. And if the car is convertible, you press the button. When you enter that street and the arch of the DC will just open. They don't say, don't come. Who be this? Who is this? Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Huh? I want that guy to know. So by the time I'm wed, my wedding is the very first person I'm going to send the, send the, uh, what is it called? Invitation card. No, 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 no. That's missing the point. So that the world will know that there is a God. Do you know what? One thing is this. If you seek to glorify God, God will not hide his glory in your life. Did anybody hear me? Do you know what? The blind will hear it. Eh? The deaf will see it. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God will make sure that everybody that needs to know that have despised you before, he, he has a way of making them know. If they cannot see you, the, the testimony will get to them. The news will filter there. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Amen. And one day they will be in the rain, you'll be passing, you are just passing, and, and there they are in the rain at the bus stop, and, and here you are passing. You will now see them and wind down and tell that person, how are you? Please come in. He will not come in and say, you remember me? No. Then you now begin to tell the story. And to get down from the car, that time will be difficult. Yeah. Because they cannot jump down from the car. <laughs> that is emotion. You, you, you see, that's when your testimony will be very sweet. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Amen. And the, the, the stone that the builders have rejected has now become the chief cornerstone. That shall be your story. Amen. So your motive should be to glorify God. Hallelujah. Amen. Number six or number five, you must have vision of victory. You must see the victory before it, come, it comes. Hallelujah. Amen. The ability to see the victory. Listen to me. The rest that couldn't do anything. All they saw was Goliath. But David saw beyond that. Hallelujah. He saw beyond it. If you listen to what he was saying in verse 45 downwards, he said, The Lord will give you into my hands. I will cut off your head and I will feed it to the birds of the air. He was painting the picture of victory. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, when you are faced with challenges, that is when we know what you actually believe. Paint a picture of victory. Put it before you on daily basis. See yourself overcoming that challenge. See yourself going beyond that matter. Do you know what? It doesn't matter how long it takes. 
Keep on seeing it. Abraham saw it for 25 solid years. Until Isaac came. After Isaac came, five other children came through Keturah. All you need is just one major breakthrough. That will bring you other victory. That will bring you other breakthroughs. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. At the age of over 100, over 120, he was still fathering children. That was Abraham. Over 120, because he died at 170. Hello? Your vision has a way of keeping you alive. Huh? So he has gotten the child of promise, so he decided to add Jara to it and had five extra. Is anybody here listening to what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So have a vision. See beyond the problem. That's what I'm saying. See beyond whatever is confronting you. It doesn't matter what doctor's reports are or what doctor's report is. You see what you want. That's what matters. Hello, is anybody with me? Because whose report are you actually going to believe? Doctor's report, people's report, your brother's report, your father's report. Believe what God has said concerning your life. What has he said? That is what you need to hold on to. Develop a vision out of the word of God. I'm going I'm to kill you. I'm going to cut off your head. And I'm going to feed your head to the birds of the air. Was that exactly what David did? Exactly what he did. Praise the name of Jesus. Number six. Remember past victories. What victory has God has? What victory has God given you before? Recall them. If God was faithful before, He won't fail you now. Have you ever seen, experienced any of God's miracles, no matter how little it is? Recall it. It's enough. For they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of their testimony. That was exactly what David did. See, I was in the bush. I conquered lions and I conquered bears. Snakes were like worms to me. He said, the same day when God handed over those animals to me, he's going to hand you this uncircumcised Philistine also. I'm going to kill you like I killed them. Hello? It was animals he killed. The animals were even holding any sword. They had no spear, no arrow, no bow, nothing. The only thing maybe they had was the fang and, the, and their teeth. Alright? That was the only thing they had. Okay? They had, they had no form of firepower. But then they killed them all. As little as those things look, can any of you even face snake in this house? If one snake enter here just now, I'm sure many of you will break this, all these rubbers and find your way out through the window. If you say came in through the door, I mean comes in through the door, and he's standing on the door there, where will you pass? Now the next thing is window. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, I know somebody will just carry one chair, clear all the rubbers, clear all the windows, and take off through there. Praise God. 
But David said, I've experienced God. He has given me victory. I've killed snakes. I've killed lions. I'm sure, if, you know, it was snake I mentioned. What if lion decided to appear here? That one, some people will just faint. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Come on, amen. Amen. No matter how little of God's faithfulness you have seen, remember, if God can do that, he can do this one. Hallelujah. If God helped you out of that one, he can also help you out of this one. He did it before, he can do it again. I am the Lord, I change yet not. Hallelujah. The faithfulness of God is everlasting. It doesn't change. Praise the name of the Lord. It will come true for you. Even in this one, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come in the name of Jesus Christ. Come in the name of Jesus Christ. Lastly, have a different attitude. While others saw Goliath as too much of a risk to take. Hallelujah. David saw him as too big a target to miss. Amen. Amen. While others saw Goliath as what? Too big a risk to take. David saw Goliath too big a target to miss. And he went for him. And God gave him victory. Using a ridiculous weapon. As little as a stone. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God will always use the ridiculous to give you the miraculous. Don't always be, oh, okay, somebody, this person did this, I'm going to do it. It might not work for you. After this morning program, the thing that God has given you to conquer your giants shall be revealed to you in this service. Just a stone that David used to blow. Hello? You know, David blew after that time. That was the last time he went back to his father's house and back to the village and back to the back inside the bush. That was the last time. It was a stone that brought him out. Though he was anointed. Hello, is anybody with you? Yes, sir. A stone. One little thing. One insignificant thing. One thing. I'm sure many of you are coming for this service. You, you match many of them on your way here. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. You go outside there now, you, you just match them anyhow, throw them anyhow. But that was what did, that was what caused David to blow. Something that people don't consider. Something that people don't give attention to. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Your own story. God will reveal it to you after this service. Amen. I command your eyes to be open to see it. Amen. I command your eyes to be open to see it. Amen. It might look like nothing. But that is where your celebration is. After the victory over Goliath, the women began to sing. Saul has slain his thousand. 
David has slain his 10,000. They exalted David's result above Saul's own. The world will always celebrate those that are victorious. Hallelujah. The world will always celebrate those that are result oriented. By a stone, David delivered an entire nation, an entire country from ridicule. Huh? The solution of that deliverance was in the stone. The stone that will deliver Nigeria from ridicule. That will deliver your family from ridicule. That will deliver your own very life from the backside and, and bring you out from obscurity to popularity and, and celebrity. In the name of Jesus, I release that stone for you now. Be conscious of it that it matters and that it can walk. Hello, did you hear me? Yes, sir. One God told one woman, Go and be selling palm oil. Palm oil, palm oil business? It's very dirty business. You cannot wear good clothes to go and do it. And by the time you, even if you dress well to go, by the time you are returning, you are all stained. And the woman said, I started from one care. And I graduated to a drug. I've sent children, my children, through university by it. I have built house by it. A stone. A stone. I know a young pastor that was owing money everywhere. Was a former banker. Owing money everywhere. They sacked him from his house. He carried his load and scattered it among his family people. Television is in this place. Television is Wife, children, everybody. Do you know what? He began to live in his own car. According to his testimony, he said he would get a place like a money estate. He would enter inside. Since nobody will see that, he go in there. Alright? That's then. Alright? I don't know about now. He just driving. He said he would drive into a mother yesterday and he would park in the night and sit inside the car. Because he says it. You understand? Get, at least get to be locked in the night. He would sleep in the car in the morning. He would drive out of the place, go to one corner, brush his feet. You know, he has bought pure water and put inside the boots. Take and catch him, you know, and do dry washing. You know what's going on? Huh? Dry cleaning. <laughs> Praise God. All the places where that can smell, you will dry clean. One day, a man of God met him and said, Go and start doing real estate business. Real estate business. Where, will I, where am I going to start from? I don't have land. I don't know anybody that has land. I don't have a house. But he started. Not that they told me this cartoon. I know the young man, he's my friend. He's a pastor colleague. He's not as tall as I am, so he's not in the height. And his, his chest not even reach my own in terms of body bigness. Do you know what he said? He started. He said, and I started. And somebody started like an agent, said that helping people to get a house and collect commission. So one day, somebody called that they need a property. 
and I went looking for who, who had that kind of property. Long story short, the deal went through. He got his commission in millions. Listen to me. He bought a house in Aja. He, he couldn't wait to, 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 to build because it's an emergency situation. Hello, are you, are you, it, there's no need. He couldn't wait because his family, he has scattered everywhere. His property is scattered. He said, and I went and I bought a house, my own house in Aja. Not in a job. I'm sure you know how much uh, properties are going for in that place, no matter how small. That should tell you the, 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 the massiveness of the, of the commission that he got. Change his car, brought his family back together. His life came back together. A young man, I think at that time, was just barely 40 something. Listen to me. Telling you one little thing that God will, will do is what will cause you to blow. So David took five ridiculous stones. He used one, and there was a miracle. Never be afraid to do that thing or to use that thing that God has given you. Five stones. Number one, five stones of victory. Number one is the stone of faith. David believed that what is in his hand with God, what is in his hand is enough. He believed that with God, what? What is in his hand is enough. Number two is the stone of courage. You might have millions of naira if you lack courage. You can't make it. Because you'll be too scared even to do something, to invest in something that is right. What is courage? Courage is having the ability to keep moving in the face of danger. When the man came towards David, David also ran towards him. With what? Hmm. Like somebody said in Nigeria, somewhere in Taraba, that if if uh, what's his name, if bandits, if bandits come, carry stone and catapult and begin to fire them. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Courage, stone of courage. You need it. Number number three is a stone of prayer. Whatever is until you commit something to the hand of God, God is not committed. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Everything that you want to do on a daily basis is committed to the hand of God. Jesus committed five loaves and two fishes into the hand of God. What happened? It fed 10,000 people and there was 12 baskets remaining. It will always be enough. Number four is a stone of praise. Hallelujah. Whoever offers praise glorifies me. That's Psalm 50. Let your mouth not be dried of praise. 
David said, the battle is the Lord. And he will give you into my hands. Second Chronicles 2020. God told Jehoshaphat the same thing. The battle is the Lord's. So what do you do? Set musicians to start praising the name of God. They praise the name of God and God gave them victory. Number five is the stone of service. Hallelujah. It's a stone of service. What David actually practically did in that place was that he made himself available to God to be used by him to bring victory. Not just to his, to his own father's house so that they can be exempted from taxes. He brought victory to the entire nation of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. And after he won that victory, he had to continue in the service because Saul didn't allow him to go back to his father's house. Listen to me. I realize that God will make happen for you what will make happen for others. Rise up on your feet. Lift up your voice and glorify God for the victory that he has already given you. Lift up your voice and appreciate the name of the Lord Appreciate the name of the Lord. For the victory that he has already given you. Lift up your voice. Appreciate the name of the Lord this morning. Lord, I give you praise, glory, honor, power, and majesty. I bless your name. I bless your name. I glorify your name. Thank you for victory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are giving thanks. 